to the Beef Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to be discussing an article from the May issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled Selection Criteria for the Home-Raised Beef. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by Nebraska Extension Educator Connor Beeler. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me on here, Aaron. Connor, we know this topic for most producers who listen to the Beef Watch podcast doesn't maybe really apply, but we also know that there's a number of people across the United States and Nebraska and and other areas as well who are now wanting to raise their own home-raised beef and then take it all the way to harvest. And there's some value they see in just knowing where their beef comes from. And then also just the experience they get to have in terms of uh, growing that animal and and taking care of it themselves. In this article, you highlight some things to think about and understand as you go out and select or purchase that animal. I should say up front, though, if you're going to go do this, you really need to feed a couple animals at a time. You need to have two uh, cattle or a herd animal, and they're going to be content and most happy if you have two or more. So just as you're thinking about going and purchasing, that's something to be aware of. But Connor, walk through with us a little bit, some key things to think about if maybe you're new to the business, you've been buying beef before, maybe you have some pasture or pen and you'd like to raise your own, what are some things to know and understand about selecting that animal? Yeah, so to get back to where you started in the last couple of years, we've seen a consumer shift of wanting to go from making multiple trips to either their grocery store or local butcher to wanting to raise their own beef. And as you said, cattle are herd animals, so they like to have a buddy uh, back there with them uh, to be so they're not feeling so alone. Um, but uh, to go with you know feeding cattle, the, the first thing we wanna do is uh, evaluate that animal on the hoof and uh, get a good understanding for where we think that animal is going to end up terminally. Um, really, the, the quality of meat starts uh, whenever they're born. You can generally, uh, you're not going to be able to fully tell how something's going to grade at that point in time, uh, but it's going to be a pretty good indication. So one of the things I think is important as you think about going out and selecting a couple of beef that you're going to home raise is finding a source for those. And so, you know, depending on where you're at in the country, you can go to your local auction barn and buy those. but I really encourage people who are getting started in this to try to develop a connection with a local farmer or rancher, someone who they can go and purchase those animals from directly, um, something that has a known health history. Uh, Another important thing is they're going to need to develop a relationship with a veterinarian. So if they have a situation where that steer or heifer gets sick, uh, they're able to contact the veterinarian, get advice in terms of how to treat that animal. I think understanding the importance of not only selecting a quality animal, but sourcing an animal that's of known health and of known uh, history is going to really help this be a positive experience. Yes, I would certainly agree with that at really any scale of uh, anybody raising cattle is uh, source is something that's very important. And especially uh, if this is a new concept to you, if you're kind of trying out new waters, Uh, I think it's a good idea to have somebody on your side that can kind of help you whenever things go awry. Another thing I think is really important, and I think maybe you're thinking, well, I'm going to go get this animal purchased or these couple of animals, and then come time to harvest, we'll just take it into the harvest facility and 
and we'll turn them into beef. And that's not how it works in today's environment. Uh, getting a, a harvest slot right now at many local processors is as much as 18 months to two years, even 30 months out. So I really encourage people, even before they go and purchase those cattle that they're going to raise for their own beef, make sure that they've secured a slot out in the future where they know they're going to have a place to go with that animal to have it harvested. Because right now, uh, getting that done can be very difficult. Many local harvest facilities are not taking any new customers. They're only servicing their existing ones. And so you really want to make sure you're going to have a place to go to get that animal harvested before you go and buy those cattle. So kind of another thing I think is important to understand is what do you have for feed resources and what are you planning to feed this animal? Uh, you know, if you're going to take an animal to finish, uh, depending on what you prefer and what you like, the feed that goes into the animal is going to really determine that harvest outcome in terms of how much fat's there, eating quality, eating experience. Walk through with us some key things to think through about feeding a home-raised beef. Certainly. So as you mentioned with harvest date, I think it's equally important to have your feed resources in line uh, whenever you're starting your selection process as well, because they're going to need feed uh, as soon as they get there. And uh, this would be a great time to work with your local extension educator uh, or specialist, and they could help you determine how much feed you're going to need for your feeding season. Um, and this will give you a baseline of how much you need to purchase. When the cattle come in, depending on the weight, uh, I would recommend starting them off on a basal diet, uh, making a road trip, depending on how far they have to go, whether it's if they have to cross the country or just cross the road. Um, I think uh, that longer time period is going to be more stressful for the animal. So I think that's more important to get them acclimated to the environment quickly um, and I would also advise against um, starting them off on full grain. Uh, that could lead to acidotic problems. So whenever you bring those cattle in, make sure to slowly step them up on their grain. Yeah, I think you bring up something that's pretty important. If you haven't fed a home-raised beef before, understanding what the diet uh, they need in terms of protein and energy to achieve your desired goal. And so for different people, that may be different things. Uh, if you're thinking of more of a grass-fed product, of course, we're going to be looking at something different than if you're looking at a grain-finished product, but also having realistic expectations around what's the end thing that I want uh, for some consumers, uh, how the animal's fed and how fat that animal is, is at harvest uh, may not be the same as what it would be for what you would typically go buy in a supermarket type scenario. So I think just working with someone who's got experience in this area understanding some basic management practices around how much to feed, when to feed, consistency of feeding, uh, the mix of protein and energy that needs to be in that animal's diet, whether it's in a grazed resource, in hay, in a grain that's purchased, understanding those things will really help, again, make sure that you end up with the product at the end that you're really hoping for. Connor, anything else on this topic you think would be valuable as people think about going out and potentially purchasing animals to raise their own beef? Uh, one thing that we've brought up multiple times, but I think that we should really just drive home is that uh, 
this is a learning experience and uh, it's not something that you can learn on your own the first time. Uh, so I would recommend finding a mentor if that's possible. And if not, just work with your local extension service and they'll have somebody who can help you out and get you off on the right foot. I think that's a great point, Connor. If, if this is new to you and you haven't done this before, finding a mentor, finding someone who's done this that can help you is really important. You know, the thing that came to mind for me is just making sure also that along with that, you have adequate facilities to handle the cattle. You know, once these animals get up to 12, 13, 1400 pounds, they're large. And so uh, just making sure you have a corral panels, a place to load that animal out, uh, feed bunk, things like that, that you need to take that animal all the way to harvest and have a good experience is going to be important. Connor, thanks again for joining me today. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Well, for more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I would encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. Again, the title of the article discussed today, Selection Criteria for Home-Raised Beef.